FM Rewind. Wow. 88.1. The main switch. Today is the last day for you to register to vote. And it's nice that on the line we're joined by Mr. Goodenough Mashiro to unpack this conversation with us. Mr. Goodenough, good morning and welcome to the main switch. Good morning to you and to Ben Swiss listeners. Thank you so much for joining us. So we just want to understand why is it important for young people to actively participate in the democratic um, process by registering to vote? Because, uh, first of all, elections are about uh, choosing leadership. Yeah. And most young people, if they have to choose leadership, they'll choose somebody who they believe is capable of taking them forward because the future belongs to them and to their own children. So... It is important, crucially so, to young people because the old are going and the young are the ones who are going to inherit this South Africa that is going to be left, whatever state that is going to be left in. Mm. So it's important for them to go out as a way of securing the future. But the only insurance that you can actually take out for the future is by voting for a government that is not going to mess up that future. But now, how does uh, registering to vote empower a young individual um, to have a say in shaping the future of their communities and, of course, the country? Well, yeah, I think to a little extent it empowers them, especially on the right side, that they can, once they've, once they've voted for the government, they've got so many rights that they can be, they can use to exercise, taking themselves forward, developing their own communities, not necessarily really looking at government to say government is going to do it for us, because our electoral system says that you are not going to vote directly for the person, you, you vote for a political party, even though the Electoral Amendment Act does indicate that to a certain extent you can vote for, for a person, but the legislature is not going to be made up largely of people who have been directly uh, elected. It's going to be made up of people who have been voted there, who, who got there by virtue of a party list. So, but by voting for young people, it doesn't mean that they are losing that opportunity. It means that you are entrenching the constitution that we have, which is the Bill of Rights, which means a young person, having voted, having maintained the status quo, can go out there, dream, and be able to know that those dreams can be funded by some of the funding agencies that government has, mm. the art agencies, the economic agencies. But it is really more about having that power to be able to exercise whatever right exists in the Bill of Rights, and that can only be done in a dispensation or in a democracy, which is the one that we're having right now. Uh, Mr. Goodenough, I just want to understand, and for those that don't understand as well, what role does the youth vote play in influencing policies and decisions that directly impact the lives of, the, of young people? The majority of people in South Africa, if we look, we look proportionally, even from Steps SA, you will, even from census, you'll find that the majority of people in South Africa are really under the age of 35. So, and in South Africa, the determination of what is a young person is anybody that is below the age of 35, between 14 and 35. So when the majority, when 70 percent, 70 something percent of the people are below that, that age, it means that they are in a majority. That is why it's important for the majority to come to go out and vote. Because one of the interesting things about the South African dispensation, especially when it comes to young people voting, is that people can start voting at the age of 18. And age of 18 is where many doors are being opened. You know, you can start drinking, you can start buying liquor, you can start be having a driver's license. Yeah. You can start making all those other, other decisions. So it's a, it's a, it's, it's a determinant to say, we believe at 18 are adult enough to decide what should happen in the next 50 to 70 years. So as a way of developing communities, young people need to go there because they've got fresh ideas. You know, most of the 
tools that are going to come into the future. The artificial intelligence, for example, in the workplace, artificial intelligence in the arts place, artificial intelligence in our everyday lives, they're not going to affect those that are older, they're going to affect them. So the time to shape artificial intelligence, mm. legislate, come up with ideas, it's now. They own Amapiano. They're the ones who should decide where Amapiano should go in the next 10 to 15 years. True in 10 to 15 years from now. So they've got all the power. Artificial intelligence for them. Ama Piano is for them. The future Grammys are for them. The future outcasts are for them. Mm-hmm. Now they are given an opportunity to say, how do we move South Africa from where it is to where it was in 1994? Yeah. Okay, I understand. And then how can the youth actively contribute to shaping the pot- political landscape in South Africa's 2024 general elections? They just need to understand that it, uh, democracy is not about voting. Mm. Democracy is what happens between May 29 and maybe the next May 29 in 2029, which is a cycle of five years. Democracy is what happens between balloting. Now, they can shape the future by making sure that whenever you have, you know, when you live in a municipality, you'll always have this thing called mayoral in business, whereby they come out, the mayor comes out to mm. communities and say, what is it that you want to see happen? There are things called the, the Integrated Development Plans, IDPs, which is more of a blueprint of municipal spending. Mm-hmm. So young people need to be able to, when they say there's an IDP consultation in Soshanguve or in Alexandra or in Mapeta or in Sibukeng, they need to go out there and say, as young people, we want to influence this number of projects on an IDP. This IDP is drafted by the people. They should not let their mothers and grandfathers go yeah. there and only talk about, we want to have a Sasa office closer by. They need to go there and say, as young people, we want to have centers of excellence. We need mm-hmm. to have innovation. We need to have things that exist in the past. And in the past, there used, to have, there used to be something called the Transnet School of Excellence, whereby any young person who could play soccer could go to that school and they emerge and become professional. They need to go there and influence the sports policy, whereby in the next 10 to 15 years, this anomaly of having 6% white people in South Africa and 94% other, but when you go to rugby, you find that it's 6% black and 94% other. Young people are the only ones who can influence that by going out there when they are in business, when they are discussing documents. Every time before Parliament passes the law, there is a white paper, there's a discussion that goes out to communities. We need to see more young people going there. When they say there's a, there's a white paper on education, we want to see young people go there. White paper on sports, we want to see young people being the ones who go out there and input on how this, on this, how this actually be shaped. Instead of seeing NGOs, uh, always been a, a special white-led NGO, Section 27, and at the end of the day, young, young people complain that there is no employment, whereas when there's an employment bill that's circulating, they're not the ones who go. They need to organize themselves in, 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 in civil society, but they also need to go there individually after they've elected, because as you know, the balloting is not democracy. Democracy is what happens between balloting. Mr. Gordonov, because of time, unfortunately, we have to let you go. But thank you so much for joining us. To so someone who's listening who wants to register to vote, how do they do it? I think they need to just go there today before the proclamation is being, uh, before the, the president proclaimed the election date because there's been, it has already been uh, released, but then there needs to be proclamation, needs to be gazetted. So young people, you know, the, even if the proclamation was to happen tonight, Young people are technologically safe. They need to go closer to where there's a Wi-Fi port and they go there and register online so that they can actually go and vote. And it's interesting because if they go there and register online, maybe in a week's time, you might get the statistics of how many people registered in the few hours that were remaining. So mm-hmm. they need not wait for IEC to bring trucks to their communities. They need to go online right now, go where there's a Wi-Fi port and 
start registering soon before the proclamation because after the proclamation no one is going to be able to register to vote and then we just have the grumbling and grumbling and then they need to wait for the next cycle of five years for them to do that so the last opportunity go to a closer to a wi-fi port go to the iec website register to vote choose where you're going to vote and they can make democracy happen because this democracy is for them there you have it, Main Switcher. Um, Mr. Good enough, thank you so much for joining us here on the Main Switch. Have yourself a beautiful weekend. You're welcome. There you have it, Main Switcher. It's the last day of voting, so make sure that you go on the IEC website and, of course, register to vote. That was Mr. Goodenough Mashiho um, just helping us um, unpack this conversation because it's a very serious one since, well, like, young people are not registering to vote and, of course, they are not voting. But, hey, man, 2024, it should be our 1994. The Main Switch. FM Rewind. Bow 88.1.